Welcome to the Nourish Wrap Podcast, hosted by two passionate clinical nutritionists whose mission is to educate, inspire, and empower people to lead a more nourishing life. Katie and Jessica value evidence-based practice, holistic healing approaches, and practical health advice, all while having fun along the way. We thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. Yep, all about New Year's resolutions and why they may not actually be worth your while and how we can kind of guide you around doing more to a more sustainable approach, so to speak. Yep, so what we want you guys to get out of today is, you know, we know there's lots of people out there who probably set some health-related goals for New Year and we want you to start thinking about whether they're the right goals for you Secondly, um, we want to help you along with some tips to, you know, to help you achieve them as well. So, I mean, Jess, you and I were doing a bit of reading before and we came across um, a, a really good article by a, a psychologist who actually says that only 10%, 10% of New Year's resolutions actually stick. Wow. Yeah. So, um, because we... Obviously, the focus of the podcast today is health. Yes. And we're talking specifically about New Year's resolutions that are to do with health. Why don't we start by just talking about what what is health? And if somebody's striving to be healthier, what does that actually look like, do you think? Sure. So, I mean, health is different for everyone, I believe. But at the end of the day, I think it is... Uh, something that we need to look at holistically. So uh, what we're eating, what we're thinking and what we're doing. I feel like they're three kind of um, things that make up a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. And we um, we kept coming back to that concept of sustainability as well when we were chatting. Yes. So huge. Yeah, so um, health is a journey. It's not really a destination. Yep. Um, and, you know... It's not about being perfect all the time necessarily, um, but whatever it is you're doing to improve your health should be something that you can do long term. Absolutely. So what we want to just sort of talk about first is because obviously we see heaps of people that come in to see us, hey Jess, mm, tonight absolutely. because they want to work on their health. That's right. So let's talk about some of the pitfalls, um, some of the major mistakes that people make as far as, you know, Making the news resolutions. Yeah. yeah. And, and deciding, making a decision to be healthier. Yep. Why do people fail? Why do people fail? Well, I think they are... Um... I think maybe part of it is because people forget to find out and put the time into working out what's good for them. Yes. And instead, they just you know, read the New Year's, um, the, the, the Woman's Day on, on yes. day, <laughs> January 1st and decide that's what they're going to do. Yes, actually. So, yeah, with that said, it is almost like you're just, you're putting your goals and the strive to want to be healthier on an outside source rather than it coming from within, if that makes sense. So, like, mm. um, 
So are you doing what is working for you or are you listening to those magazines, what you're reading on Facebook and Instagram and things like that? It's, um, yeah. It needs to be individualised. It needs to be individualised and it needs to be um, what feels good for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, everybody's got that friend or that person in their life who's, you know, maybe lost a lot of weight or recently yeah. gotten really healthy or maybe they're really glowing and it's one thing to say oh you know you look really great what have you been doing that's awesome but just because they're doing something a certain way it doesn't mean that that is necessarily going to be the perfect solution for you right exactly and there's a danger zone in that because as soon as you start having that mindset around a new year's resolution like oh Oh, Sally did this way of eating and has t- completely turned her life around. And then you find that you start implementing implementing those things and it's not working for you, you're not feeling good. You start questioning yourself and thinking, what did I do wrong? Like, am I not, you know, following the plan 100% or why is my body turning against me? So that's really dangerous, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, definitely, you know, one of the pitfalls that we see as nutritionists is probably people following some fairly extreme, um, yes, you know, programs or diets. Maybe they're following, I don't know, diet shakes, yeah. or um, they're doing extended amounts of fasting, or you know, they're cutting out, you know, major food groups mm. or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, I think what you you need to understand is that the body's pretty complicated and some of those things might be great for some people but before you make a decision to do something or follow something ask yourself if you really understand how that particular program works and why it works so if somebody's making a suggestion to you um you know, look, there's a lot of um, multi-level marketing programs and that sort of things around these days. And, you know, if it works for you, great. But just make sure that if you're following something like that, you're not just blindly going on somebody else's word of mouth, Mm. I suppose. Yeah, so doing kind of your own research around it and educating yourself Making that educated decision yeah. is really important, definitely. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, as nutritionists, like we always talk about backing up what we say to our clients, you know, with that, look, this is why I want you to try this. This is why I think this would be good for you. What sort of questions and concerns do you have um, with these recommendations? And that's, you know, that's a great place to, to start a program from, isn't it? Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um. So the other thing with New Year's resolutions is asking yourself, is this sustainable? Because yes, it's labelled as a New Year's resolution, but essentially I think we should rename the term to life resolution mm. because it's it's something it's not something we're just doing in the new year. It's something we want to do throughout our whole life. Yeah. And that is where sustainability of the plan or the goal or whatever it is becomes really important. So asking yourself that question, will I be able to sustainably do this in a happy manner? Like, is it going to be, is it practical? Is it going to take away from my happiness and joy in life? You know, things like that. Mm. Yeah. Like that's a big one. Um, and I think, um, 
And this, this, this episode is certainly not about pointing the finger at anything in particular or saying anything is bad or good. But I think um, if you, for example, were to set yourself an exercise program that you might want to follow for four or six or eight weeks with a particular goal in mind, you've got to look at, well, how much exercise is healthy and if I smash myself in the gym for two hours a day every day for the next eight weeks, well, what happens beyond that? People don't look beyond the immediate reward. Mm. Um, and that's really important, like you Absolutely. said. Absolutely. It has to be sustainable. Yep. Yep. The other thing um, with building on the sustainability is having a really strong why or reason or purpose to why you're making the changes or wanting to make the changes. Mm. Um, I think this is a big topic and a big tip going into making health promoting changes is really grasping that like that your your own personal reason to why you're doing it. Yep. And it, that needs to be really um it kind of needs to really go deep into your core, doesn't it? Yes. Like we've talked about um you know obviously with the emergence of social media and the amount of time we spend communicating through, you know, um, Instagram and Facebook and that sort of thing, a lot of people, you know, they might have a goal to look a certain way or um, fit into a certain clothing or whatnot. But really, is that going to drive you every single day for the rest of your life? Like mm. something that drives me is, you know, because at the end of the day, right, being healthy, it's a decision you make almost every minute, every day. Absolutely. From the minute you wake up you're making choices in a certain way and to me like wanting to be around for your children even if you don't even have them yet is something that keeps me motivated you exactly. know whereas honestly like the idea of wanting to fit into a certain dress in two weeks time just it's it's just not going to cut it yeah you know? yeah and we're not saying that that's a bad goal to have it's absolutely 100 percent like a genuine goal to have but I think it's digging deeper behind well why is that your goal so um or kind of the mindset around the goal so if you have that um idea of wanting to fit into a certain dress or something like that it has to come from a place of kind of love like yeah. um so you know that love for yourself and understanding of yourself that you know, having that love for yourself in that moment where you are right now and it being exactly the same as when you reach the goal. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, if, if the goal is around being a certain size or whatever, it should be about because when I, you know, I know I feel comfortable yes. at that size yes. or my energy is better or I have more clarity of thought yes. as opposed to just I want to look a certain way. Yeah. Because yeah. the other side to um, health promoting changes is definitely someone can look 100% healthy, but if you can start talking to them and um, if they say they have poor energy or poor digestion, well, that's that's not really health, like, if that makes sense, you know. There's more to it than the way somebody looks. And like Katie was saying, it needs to be backed up by I when I am at this weight or this size, I feel better. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're going to talk about um, some of the common, I guess, some of the things people overlook when they're striving to be healthier and they maybe 
underestimate the impact that these things have on their health. And one of the big ones that we're both massively passionate about is stress. Stress, yes. Yeah. Huge. Um, And you know what? Stress is a part of life. We fully understand that. Um, It's just the way we manage it and perceive it is the difference between someone having a mental breakdown and someone living life fruitfully till the age of 100. So, um, you know, it's a challenge that we're going to face, let's be honest. And um, I guess addressing that alongside the goal that you want to make. So having the goal and then looking at, all right, well, what are the potential stresses around here that are going to impact me not reaching that goal? Yeah. And I think it's also important that people understand that stress is a hormonal response. Oh, yes. So if you don't understand that stress is a hormonal response, you can't relate to how it affects your health. Mm -hmm. But it's inflammatory. You know, it pushes melatonin levels down so people stop sleeping. Mm -hmm. Um, Puts insulin up so you can't lose weight. Exactly. It pushes blood sugar up. Um, It's just... Awful. I mean, we know cortisol is essential for life, but prolonged long-term exposure to it is not good. Mm. And, you know, let's be honest, one thing I often say to my clients is, you know, I think the way we live these days is a bit of a human experiment. Like, we've never been this on. We've never been this um, involved in computers. We've never been um, this busy before. You have to do something to manage your stress, whether you are 17 years old or 70 years old. You know, there's got to be some lifestyle habits to help. Exactly. It's never been more important. Yeah. So that is a big challenge we've noticed um, with New Year's resolution and any goal, any health-related goal. So um, I guess second to that, um, in no particular order, support. Yes. Support's hugely important. Yeah. So if you've got a health goal, maybe it's that, you know, you want to be a certain fitness or, um, you know, you want to get on top of some digestive issues or, uh, you know, do you have friends and family around you that support you? And do you actually know how to achieve that goal? Yes. Do you have the skills? And if you don't, are you working with somebody who can actually provide you with those skills yeah and that you feel connected to that can help you because there's nothing worse than setting um for instance i want to eat healthier and say you're in a family you've got a husband and a couple of kids and they're not on board with you like imagine how hard that would be not having their support and wanting to eat more whole foods for instance yeah absolutely so yeah support is very very important Mm -hmm. and it also helps with the stress as well they all kind of intertwine exactly yeah and being organized. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's looking at um, with food, you know, food prepping or um, on a Sunday or every night cook some extra dinner, things like that, just to help with um, lessening the stress around making the changes. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point, Jess. Maybe we should just stop on that point, organization. Yeah. And because let's face it, any health goal, whether it's related to digestion or weight loss or energy or sleeping better it all we all we know right it comes back to nutrition Uh there's got to be an element of nutrition in there so let's talk about maybe our you know top three 
ways to eat better as far as being organized so what are your organizational tips yeah okay well definitely I already said a couple of them for me it's um always cooking extra at dinner you can't go wrong with having leftovers for lunch um and doing it the night before while you're already cooking I mean it's not it's I don't see that as a a big task um and even and I think in this day and age let's utilize all the um convenience that we have at grocery stores like buy a packet of baby spinach buy a little um tub of the microwavable brown rice and a tin of tuna and you know don't feel bad about doing things like that I think there is this uh kind of what's the word there's this um I know what you mean it's like that um it's because everybody's snacking perfect meals exactly so let's they think let go of that to be really complex exactly but let's just keep it simple and make use of that convenience not the bad convenience food or not not the non-nutritious convenience foods but the ones that um provide us sustenance yeah 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 what about you katie what are some of your uh i think utilizing a freezer is great like yes. you know um you know cooking up extra food like you said chucking some in the freezer yes especially if you're cooking slow cooked meals yeah you know, yeah i don't know thursday night for me is always a rough night i gotta admit <laughs> i get to thursday and i'm like oh i just don't feel like cooking but yeah. if i've got something i can pull out of the freezer maybe it's a curry and i can throw some steamed veggies on the side or whatever that's great because it means i'm not going out for dinner or i'm not you yeah. know reaching for the takeaway or whatever which yeah. we all do at yeah. times. yeah but i don't always want to be doing that um, and I think, uh, I don't know how people get through the week without writing a bit of a food plan. Like sure. I, I sit down on a weekend and go, oh, I'll cook this Tuesday night, I'll cook this Wednesday night mm. and I'll cook enough for a couple of days mm. or whatever. So I know when I get to Wednesday, okay, I'm having, I don't know, whatever it might be, say I'm having casserole for dinner, I know I've got that stuff in the fridge mm-hmm. ready to go because... I wrote my shopping list to, to match my food plan, yep. right? Yep. And secondly, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, actually, I don't really feel like that. I might have a ham and cheese toasty instead, yeah. which isn't really going to fill me up or make me feel particularly nourished. Yes. So, yeah, I think writing out, you know, just a rough idea of yeah. what you're going to eat can save you a lot of money, save you a lot of stress, yep. save you going to the grocery store four times during the week. And again, if this is stressing you out, like you're like, I have no idea where to start, what I'm looking for, this is where the importance of support and seeking somebody out who can help you, like that's, yeah, I think that's important because I've noticed that people can feel overwhelmed with making health promoting changes and it's just understanding that this is all new to you um, and being okay with that understanding that this will get easier you know so yeah yeah, exactly just starting slow yeah and for somebody who's just starting out yeah um making small changes to begin with is the most important thing yeah so if you're eating three meals a day and you're snacking from the vending machine and you're having a can of coke you know what Let's not change anything except try to get rid of the Coke to start yes, with. Yes, exactly. Or swap the packet of chips for some cheese and crackers and an apple. You know, really simple stuff. Yep. You don't have to go gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free. Everything fun-free. Broccoli-free yep. in order to be, you know, healthy. Yep. Like, it's just 
sometimes it's just about tidying things up exactly. getting rid of some of the crap yep. because yeah. what happens generally is when you make those slow changes is you start to feel better and when you start to feel better you are more conscious and you are more likely to take responsibility of what you're putting in your mouth yeah i think also people embarking on some kind of health change need to make time yes for it uh-huh understand that this isn't something that is going to be um done for you or relying on somebody else to do it yeah taking putting the time out to make it a priority in your life is very important yeah. and also acknowledging that the whole process will take time yes you know if you've had a health issue or maybe you've been carrying some extra weight for a long time or you've had a chronic gut issue for 15 years, it's not going to get better in two weeks, you know? Mm. Um, we have a, a bit of a, a saying, don't we, Jess, in, mm. in nutritional medicine or natural medicine in general, for every year somebody has had a chronic health complaint, you need to allow a month's worth of treatment. Yeah. So if you've been... I don't know, an insomniac for 12 years, it might take a year to really perfect your sleeping patterns exactly. or something like that. You know, yeah. I think gut health is one area that's that's really important too. Yes. Um, because gut health is getting a lot of attention at the moment. So people think, oh, if I just add sauerkraut to my lunch, I'll sort yeah. out my IBS. But that's, it really no. That no. Another podcast, Yeah, hey? another podcast. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, one of the other mistakes, one of the other things that we really want people to think about as far as their health goes is thinking about it on a holistic level, yes? Yes, for sure. So, um, again, we spoke about this in the beginning, how important it is to be holistic about this, like setting that goal, but then also understanding what some of the other challenges might be, whether it is um, emotional or physical, like what are your... Uh, what are your your barriers towards getting the goal that's not just about the food, I suppose. Yeah, or about the exercise or whatever. Yeah, exactly, you've got to look whatever at it the goal as a whole is. picture. We talked about that in the first episode. We did, yeah. The body and being not, it's not just this part has a problem, everything is connected. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's probably moving on to some of our tips. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we wrote down as a really important tip for people wanting to improve their health is investing. Yes. Isn't it? Investing and valuing yes. your health. So, you know, <clears throat> um, you might want to improve your physical health, but in order to do that, you may need to address your mental health. Yes. And sometimes there's a bit of a it's almost like there's a guilt wrapped up in t um, people spending money mm. or investing time mm. on their own health. Mm. Mm. It's definitely not seen as a priority. Like we all celebrate somebody buying a new car or buying um, or buying a new house or something like that, but we don't have. It's not out there that like, oh, I just purchased like a month's worth of or like a yearly worth of um, monthly massages for myself to keep my sanity in check it's like we don't celebrate that do you know what i mean yeah, yeah and that is the importance of investing in yourself to make yeah just to keep on top of how you're feeling mm. and also um you know you got to remember at the end of the day if you're not healthy 
you're not going to be around to look after the people around you. Exactly. So you've got to, you've kind of got to be selfish in order to be selfless. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Um, and we talked about the fact that, you know, we've already said health is not a destination. It is yes. a journey. And despite what you see on social media, it's not all butterflies and what, fields of lavender. What did we say? Hunky-dory? hunky-dory. It's not all hunky-dory. So, yeah, going in with the New Year's resolutions or the goals, um, any health-promoting change with the expectation that it is a roller coaster ride. There's going to be ups, you're going to feel amazing, and there's going to be days where you just don't know what went wrong. Like, that is life, and um, I think going in with that mindset is really important. Just so that when the down days do come, you're like, not like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. Rather, you're more like, okay, I'm having a down day. Well... That's okay because I know next week will be better or tomorrow will be better. Mm. And one of the big things that we talked about earlier, Jess, was um, as far as people getting healthy and staying healthy, which is ultimately what we want to do, right? Um, I think we both agree that it comes back to taking some responsibility ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge part of it responsibility for your own actions and what you want in life um it's a bit of a a life philosophy isn't it to take responsibility of your own how you want to feel in this world and um because at the end of the day no one else is going to do it for you are they yeah and sometimes um you know it's easy to blame all the circumstances around you um for you know the way that you feel or your unhealthiness but at the end of the day people who are successful and people who are healthy are usually people who you know take responsibility for mm-hmm. where they are in life and that um article that we were talking about right at the beginning of the podcast that stated only 10 percent of yes um, new year's resolutions actually achieved yeah are achieved that same psychologist talks about self-stories. Ah, yes. Yeah, and that was a really interesting concept. So she talks about the fact that we all have stories about ourselves that drive our own behaviour. Um, so you'll have a story about why something isn't working or a story yep. about why something hasn't gone your way. Yep. But at the end of the day, sometimes as hard as it can be, you know, I think a really good way of moving forward from circumstances that don't work for ourselves is just to realise that some element of what I did probably led to that not working. Yeah. And there's no point dwelling on it. It's time to move on and, you know, Hmm. onwards and upwards. And that can really apply to health as well. Hugely. And it's not something that happens overnight, like your mind just clicks over and goes, oh, all right, you know, that's all in the past, let's move forward. It's practice and being consistent with the changes and the implementation of the whole foods or whatever or more exercise, whatever the goal is. It's just it's it's just being consistent with it and um and you know, rebuilding your habits because often that's what it is at the end of the day. It's just it's a habit forming um mechanism, you know, that we just need to reinstill. Yeah. And at the end of the day, 
being healthier for all of us is a great goal. We, you know, we also were looking at some of the research around happiness, weren't we, Jess? And yes. We, you know, we'll drop this research article into the show notes, but, um, you know, the research indicates that basically happiness and health go hand in hand. So you can't really be healthy and be miserable, yeah. right? Because physical, mental, spiritual health, they're all connected. Um, so, you know... We all should, we should always strive to be that little bit healthier because it's only going to end up making us that little bit happier, I guess. So, um, do you have any, you know, it's 2018, I, mean, mm. I don't really set New Year's resolutions, but do you have any kind of areas of your health that you want to kind of work on this what year? What am I looking at? I think for me, it's refinement. Um, I experiment a lot with myself. Yeah. It's just kind of like my hobby, obviously being in the industry, a nutritionist, so for me, it's refinement and um, listening to my body more. That's one of my goals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Around yeah. everything, what I'm eating, what I'm thinking, and also the movement that I'm choosing to do. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Katie? I think this year for me is all gonna be. It's gonna be all about stress management. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big year, Huge. 2017, and there were some moments there where I was walking walking the line pretty yeah. pretty tight. So. Um, I've been working on saying no more mm. and just focusing on, you know, really one thing at it or one major thing mm. at a time. Mm. So I think, you know, um, that pretty much wraps us up for today. Yeah. I just did actually want to touch on one other thing. Um, the research paper that we're going to be popping in the show notes, it spoke about, um, the biological factors that, are influencing our health and happiness and um you know it spoke about neuroscience uh sorry neurochemistry so like your neurotransmitters in the brain and all the um stress hormones cortisol and adrenaline everything like that so um i wanted to tie it back to nutrition that all those chemicals and what is happening happening inside your body is happening on nutrients that we get from food so it's really bringing back in that importance of eating well and um yeah and that how much it can affect your emotional state i suppose and um at the end of the day we'll come back to what this topic of the podcast was which was new year's resolutions and you know really trying to maintain those um those goals that you want to do yeah we, we really wish you guys all the best for, for whatever health-related goals that you have for the year. Yeah, we do. And we just want to close with a reminder about our five key pillars of health. Um, move every day in an enjoyable way. So mm. if your New Year's resolution was to get fitter, please make sure it's an exercise you actually like doing. Um, eat whole foods. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, sleep well. Um, switch off even if it's just for a few minutes each day. And finally, um, tune into your own body and get to know it. And we'll be back in a fortnight's time, um, most likely discussing stress in some more detail. I think it needs to be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And we might even have a special guest on that show with us. So until then, guys, stay healthy and we'll chat with you soon. Bye.